relax Or you can sit on a tap Cause it's a half hour radio show Oh, you can open a beer And pour it right in your ear Cause it's a half hour radio show You can turn the TV off Read a book by Nabokov Oh, please look to the left And come out of the right Now to the left Oh, you can sit on a chair Stand on your head on the stairs Cause it's a half hour radio show Right, and then just sit back Hang up the phone, shut off the kids and go get a snack This show's no worse than falling for a nuclear attack It's a half-hour radio, now on the radio Half-hour radio show Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a half-hour radio show for the next half hour, we are going to... Make you laugh. Well, we're certainly going to try, but I mean, of course, even we realize that it's practically impossible to guarantee that any particular show is going to, in fact, make people laugh. This show will... Will what? Make people laugh. But, but you don't actually know that. I mean, there got to be people out there who are not going to laugh at tonight's show. Yes, they will. What if they don't think it's funny? It doesn't matter. They'll laugh. How do you know? Because there is a satanic message in our theme song. A satanic message? Yeah, a satanic message that will make people laugh. You're kidding. No, no, really. Listen, see? <laughs> song. I want you to listen closely. You can Oh, come on, I never heard that. Of course not. That's because it was masked. Now listen to the song backward. Yeah, backward. Listen carefully. <laughs> This You're wasn't, hear it. This wasn't there. It was there. It wasn't Shut there. Shut up and listen. Hi, this is Satan. You're listening to a half-hour radio show. See, see, see. Laugh. It's funny. I don't believe this. Believe it. This is ridiculous. Hi. I can't talk too loud right now. I'm in the army, and right now we're on maneuvers. Shh. Quiet, you idiot. Boy, the army sure is neat. They teach you all sorts of swell things. I said you'll be quiet, you jerk. Like right now, we're on maneuvers in Honduras. Are you trying to get us killed? Shut up. The army not only trains you to defend your country, they also train you for a great career. After your hitch is over. Damn it, if you don't shut up, I'm going to blow your brains out. So take it from me. If you want excitement, travel, and... Medic? Hi. I can't talk too loud right now. We're on maneuvers. Quiet, you moron! This is 48 Seconds, a radio magazine. Good evening. I'm not Mike Wallace. I'm not Morley Safer. I'm not Ed Bradley. There's no way I'm Harry Reasoner. And I'm not Diane Sawyer. And this is 48 Seconds, a weekly radio magazine. Where each week we let our crew of producers and technicians loose to cover as much of our weekly topic as is possible. And tonight, 48 Seconds looks at the drug problem. And we're out of time, Harry. I'm not Harry. On this week's edition of 48 Seconds. Stay tuned next time when we cover the strategic arms limitation talks. In 48 Seconds. On 48 Seconds. I'm not Mike Wallace. I'm not Morley Safer. I'm not Ed Bradley. I'm not Harry Reasoner. And I'm still not Diane Sawyer. And this has been... 48 seconds. This has been 48 seconds, a radio magazine. Well, we're back with a half-hour radio show, and we've got a lot of treats in store for you tonight. We'll be introducing you to some of our regular features, like Sterling Bronson, Space Engineer, also called by some Star Trek Yet Another Generation. No, we won't. What? We won't. We won't what? We won't be doing any of that stuff, Sterling Bronson, our features, nothing. It's 
follow. Ow! But, but, but we've been preparing these skits for months. What, what? We won't be doing it. Why not? Well, it seems that the station that we're on has just changed format. They changed format? Yep. When? Uh, in the middle of our theme song. Oh, man, they don't waste any time. No, they don't. And to make things worse, the company that uh, bought the station has installed a new ratings computer. Ratings computer? Uh-huh, yeah. It's an InstaRB2000. It uh, samples audience data and computes ratings projections in real time. What does that mean? Basically, it means management gets instant ratings. Great. Yeah, well, they seem happy. Now they can fire a DJ right in the middle of a song. Well, that would make them happy, wouldn't it? So, uh... Oh, man. W what's our new format? You ready? Y yeah. All phone-ins all the time. Phone-ins? Yep. I don't want to do phone-ins. Yep. I hate phone-ins. Uh -huh. And I got all these features, all these skits. I've been writing this stuff for months. Oh, come on. Be flexible. This is radio. I don't want to be flexible. Uh, we're going to go to the phones now, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to go to the, the phones. numbers are 555-1212 five, 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 one, two, one, two, and 555-1212. Five, 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 one, two, one, two. I hate phone-ins. And we're going to take our first call now. Hello. You're on a half-hour radio show. See? Uh, hi. D you're on a half-hour... Uh -huh. Hi there. You're on the air. Uh uh, hello, you're on a half-hour radio... If you want to make a call, please hang up and try again. Phone-ins. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. Are you one of those people who feel stupid and uneducated when the subject turns to classical music? Was the last classical music you listened to Brahms lullaby? Well, if you avoid listening to classical music because most of it is long and boring and goes on forever, then we have just the thing for you. Static House, a division of the Long John Sump Pump and Bassinet Society, is offering you this great two-album set, No Time for the Classics. You'll get, on just two albums, 101 complete symphonies and sonatas. How do we do it? It's very simple. We just perform them real fast. You'll hear Bach. Mozart. And, of course, the complete symphonies of Beethoven. Remember, you'll get all the notes in half the time. That's no time for the classics. Order yours now, and here's your announcer to tell you how. Call 1-900-PO-BOX-797-St. Louis, Missouri, 60609. $3 for the first minute, $4 for the second minute, third minute, we hang up. Hello, you're on the air. It's not working. It never does. That's why I hate phone-in shows. Mm. Maybe there's a problem in the delay machine. The what? The delay machine. The Del seven-second delay, delay machine? machine. Yeah. What? Seven-second delay machine. All phone-in shows have to have a seven-second delay Oh, machine. yeah, yeah, one of those, I know. They don't work either. For those of you out there in the audience who don't know what a seven-second delay is... They know. The they signal don't care. that actually goes to the radio transmitter is, in fact, delayed by seven seconds. Nobody cares. So, you see what I'm saying right now won't be heard by you out there in the audience for another seven seconds. Right, and I'm hearing it right now, and trust me, folks, it's not worth waiting for. We accomplish this by using a device called a delay machine. No kidding. Just to give you people out there a demonstration, listen. Well, we accomplish this by using a device called a delay machine. No kidding. Now, just to give that you people out there That is what you people at home are actually listening to. Whoopie doo. The delay machine listens to everything we say right now, the remembers it exactly, and then repeats it seven right seconds now. later. Remembers it exactly, and then repeats it. You know, you're right. What? You're right. All I ever do is listen to what you say and then mindlessly repeat it exactly seven seconds later. What's going on here? I'll tell you what's going on. I'm getting sick and tired of doing nothing but parrot everything you say seven seconds after you've said it. 
Who the hell are you? I'm you. Seven seconds later. In the way. What? I told you these things never Well, no work. wonder. It's boring as hell always knowing exactly what you're going to say seven seconds before you say it. Yeah. And I say we speak for ourselves for once. Yeah, right on. Th that wasn't me. Of course it wasn't you. It was me. You're me seven seconds ago. I am? You know, he's got a point there. Of course he has a point. And you know, when you think of it, they don't really exist. Who doesn't really exist? You don't really exist. You're just me seven seconds ago. Oh, you this is... You are already in the past. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Isn't there some way to turn this thing off? You know, you're right. Hey, hey. You know, if we wanted to get rid of these guys, all we'd have to do is stop listening to what they say and then repeating it seven seconds later. Yeah, that makes sense. None of this makes any sense. Let me get a screwdriver and take this thing apart. There. It worked. Good riddance. Amen. Yeah. Well, you're listening to a half-hour radio show. I in delay? Yeah, uh, in delay. And, well, uh, what do we say next? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you think you would have said? Uh, gee, I, I don't know. Um, usually I say something like, uh, a half-hour radio show will be back right after these messages. Yeah, uh, okay, that sounds like something you'd say. Hello there. You may not remember me, but I am the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. I am the founder of Transcendental Meditation, and many, many years ago, I used to hang around with the Beatles. Nowadays, I spend most of my time traveling in and out of my body so that I can visit all of my TM franchises. That is why I always carry the Astral Express card. It is good for paying off karmic debts in over 4,000 different spiritual dimensions and astral planes. That's the Astral Express card. Don't leave your body without it. Well, we're back, 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 Here, back. There, that'll fix it. What'd you do? I broke it. Thought it already was broken. No, it just had a problem working right. I broke it. How? I hit it with a big hammer. Good riddance. Amen. I told you phone-in shows never work. Yeah, I know, I know. Doesn't really matter, though. We wouldn't be doing phone-ins anyway. Why not? The ratings dropped two points while the delay machine was on the air, and they changed formats again. Oh, great. What are we now? All author radio. All Arthur radio? No, 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 no. Author. Author, you know. In-depth, informative, yet entertaining interviews with people who have written books. I hate talk shows. And we'll have our first guest on in just a moment, but right now we're going to hear from our... Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. We don't have any guests. The management is sending over a guest from the Donahue Show. Wonderful. Oh, yes, and we'll also be taking questions from our live studio audience. But, but wait, wait a minute. We don't have a live studio audience. The management is sending over an audience from the Morton Downey Jr. Show. Oh, my God, no! <laughs> Ah, here they are now. Come on in, folks. Hi, we're back. We're back here on a half-hour radio show. Uh, uh, Our first guest is an author. Calm down. Thank you. Our first guest tonight is a psychologist from Yale University who has written a very interesting book. Would you all please welcome Dr. Judy Westbrothers? <laughs> welcome to the show, Dr. Westbrothers. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, we understand that you have written 
a very interesting book entitled The History of Humor Through Past Life Regression. Yes, that's true, I did. I hate interview shows. Uh, yes. Well, uh, tell us, Doctor, just what exactly is your very interesting book about? Well, simply put, the book traces the sequential progression and evolution of the concepts of asymmetrical thought process as regards the psychological phenomenon known colloquially as humor. We then statistically correlated this phenomenon to the independent variables caused by the historical interactions of human culture. We then compared this statistical data to see if there was a positive cross-reference to the rate of change of the phenomenon with the linear rate changes of social standards and norms. Huh? We did this through a process of obtaining raw data by inducing deep hypnotic electroencephalatic states in test subjects and then returning them to what they subjectively perceived as a previous life incarnation. Huh? Once we had sufficiently conditioned our test subjects as to their temporal placement, we queried them on their knowledge of all and any current items that could be classified under the subsets of humor or jocularity. Where did you find this person? Uh, if I understand you correctly, Doctor, you're saying that basically you took people, hypnotized them into thinking that they were in a past life, and then asked them if they knew any jokes? I believe that's what I just said. I hate I, interview shows. That's, that's, that's very interesting. Oh, oh, yes it is. In fact, I brought along some tapes of actual test subjects reliving their past lives. I was afraid of that. Wonderful! <clears throat> Are they, they ready to go now? Yes? Good, good. <laughs> incarnation. You can see everything around you. <laughs> yes, now tell me, what do you see? Village. My village. People. Running. Scared. Being attacked. Invaded. Death everywhere. Bleeding. Killing. Yes, yes, that's nice. Now tell me, do you know any good jokes? Burning. Dying. What? Jokes. Do you know any good jokes? A good joke? Uh, that's very interesting. This is uh, tell me, Dr. West Brothers, just what kind of a uh, humor did you uncover? Why, historical humor. Can we change formats soon? I mean, uh, uh, Dr. West Brothers, would you like to give us some examples? Why, of course. Uh, let's see. Uh, in the 16th century, this was a very popular joke. Hi, I'm Henry VIII. Take my wives, please. I can't believe this. I don't want to say that Henry VIII was fat, but when he sat around the castle... He sat around the castle. Uh, 
thank you, Dr. Westbrothers. A nobleman goes to the local barber surgeon. The doctor says, you're going to die of the plague. The nobleman says, I want a second opinion. The doctor says, okay, you're ugly too. Thank you very, very much, Dr. Westbrothers. We'll be right back after this important announcement. There was a young lady from Camelot who took young knights uh, to her you, bedroom a lot. Uh, Once they were you. there, that, she put up that, her hair... Uh, Longer than the winds of war. Even more drawn out than war and remembrance. Yes, longer than both of these epic mini-series is... I Remember the War. Yes, a half-hour radio show presents the incredible 40-hour epic recording... I Remember the War. The incredible stories of three old men who lived in World War II, who served in World War II, who tell the same endless stories again and again about World War II. Hey, I remember the war. I was in it. I was at Angio and I was at El Alamein and I was you at... You were in the Navy, oh. You weren't in any of those places. I remember the war. Inspired by a bunch of old men watching miniseries by Herman Woke on TV and drinking lots of beer, that's I remember the war. Coming... Sooner than you think. What the hell were you doing? Oh, you a KP. Hello, we're back. And you're listening to a half-hour radio show, and our current format is now all author radio. No, that's Arthur. That's what I said. Author, you know, people who write books? No, what I mean is Arthur, as in people named Arthur. What? They changed formats again. Again? Yep, during that last commercial. We are now all Arthur Radio. What? That's right. We only play music by people named Arthur. That is the stupidest format I've ever heard of. I think they call it narrow casting. It's stupid casting. Oh, this has gone far enough. Right. And we'll be back on a half-hour radio show with the beautiful music of Arthur Fiedler oh, and the Boston oh, Pops oh, right oh, after this. This is unbelievably ridiculous. Did you know that many of the most popular songs you hear in today's elevators and shopping malls were in fact written by the great masters? Yes, that's right. Most of these songs were written by the Beatles. And now, the Long John Sump, Pump, and Bassinet Society is offering you this special edition recording, The Beatles, The Elevator Years. You'll hear great selections like... And... And who could forget... That's The Beatles, The Elevator Years. And now, here's your announcer to tell you how to order. Call 1-900-PO-BOX-797-ST-LUIS-MISSOURI-60609. Check one order Visa, MasterCard, American Express, not accepted. Hi, we're back on a half-hour radio show, and if you just tuned in, we are currently all Arthur Radio. No, uh, we're not. We're not? No, we are not. Why? Did, did we change formats again? No, we did not change formats again. I've just had it! I can't take it anymore! This has gone far enough! 
I spent months on this show, writing this show, planning this show, writing these skits, producing yeah, yeah, these yeah, features. Yeah, 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 well, but, no but, 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 no but, no format changes, no instant ratings. From now on, we do our show the way we want to. Yeah? Yes, we're going to run our regular features. Yeah? Yes, and now, damn it, we're going to present episode one of Sterling Bronson. Yeah, okay. Space okay, Engineer! story of the United Federated Organization ship Sloth, as it and its crew of contentious cosmonauts blunder aimlessly through the reaches of intergalactic, interstellar, and interlock putory space. It's five-year mission to go where no man has bothered to go before. As our story opens, we find the UFO sloth beginning its 223rd consecutive orbit around the intergalactic telephone-switching planet, Centrex 5, a planet as devoid of life as the sloth is devoid of a mission. Suffering from near-terminal boredom, the crew is following their usual pastime of making trouble for each other. Captain James T. Clerk is dozing in his command throne. <sighs> Captain's log... Stardate 6972.11. Or is it 12? Spook, what's the date? As near as I can calculate, the stardate is 6972.11378462. Round it off, Spook. Round it off? The 12th, Jim. Right. The 12th. Captain's log, stardate 6972.12. Captain James P. Clerk, commanding United Federated Organization Ship Sloth. My ship. Reporting. <sighs> Our mission. Spook? Yes, Captain. What's our mission? We have no mission, sir. No mission? But this is a starship. Starships always have missions. Well, we don't. We must. Where, where's Tolstoy? In the sick bay, sir. Sick bay? What for? Dr. Femur is giving him Dramamine. He's seasick? You can't get seasick on a starship. Not seasick, sir. Just dizzy. He's been plotting a circular course around Centrex 4 for the past three months. As you Terrans would say, he went one orbit over the line. May I suggest you've been spending too much time down in the rec room playing holographic space invaders. You seem to be forgetting things. I know, Spook. It's just that I'm bored. Oh. The crew is bored. Everybody is bored. You know, every other starship gets a parking orbit over a vacation planet when they don't have a mission. We're stuck orbiting an intergalactic telephone switching planet. Ooh, ooh, listen to this one, Captain. Lieutenant O'Hara, you're the communications officer. Don't you have anything better to do than eavesdropping on interstellar gossip? No, I don't. I'll never understand what you find so interesting in that gibberish. It's only gibberish to you, sir. I can communicate in over 240 languages, sir. Except English. Well, I'm still bored. O'Hara is the only one having any fun. O'Hara? Yes, sir. Put something up on the screen, Lieutenant O'Hara. Anything. An old Marx Brothers movie? I don't care. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's an interesting one, sure, sir. I'm intercepting a transmission from the UFO Dog Hammarskjöld at Starbase Command. Starbase Command? This is the Hamdammer Show. Sam Hammerdome. This is the Samalama Hammerdome. Is that by any chance the big Hammer Show? Right. Well, what's the problem, human? It's the crew, sir. They're all scotch, sir. Scotch? I really don't care 
where they're from, you know. Starbase Command has an intergalactic affirmative action program. Why, do you know that we hire over 200 different alien species and... No, sir, uh, the crew isn't Scottish, sir. Oh? The crew has all been turned into little round containers of scotch, sir. O'Hara, give me visual on this. Aye, aye, sir. What do you make of that, speak? There appears to be round containers of a brown liquid sitting on all the chairs, sir. I can see that. Human brass? How do you know it's, um, scotch? Well, it tastes like scotch, and it smells like scotch, and it feels like scotch. It's scotch. He appears to be correct, sir. Analysis shows the liquid to be molecularly identical to an ancient Terran beverage called scotch whiskey. Uh, human, just how did this happen? Your, your mission was to make contact with emissaries of the Romulan Empire to establish trade links and uh, diplomatic ties. Well, what we were doing, see, but first the Romulans suggested that we all have a big, a big party and we should invite all the other starships in the area. So we did. And then all of a sudden, poof, Scotch City. Once again, he appears to be correct, sir. Long-range scanners show ten federated starships around the Dog Hammarskjöld. There are no life-form readings of any kind on the ships. However, there are over 4,000 containers of the scotch, sir. We didn't get invited. Yeoman, if what you're saying is true, then the Romulans are hostile, and they have developed an offensive weapon capable of turning our magnificent fighting forces into scotch! Return to Starbase immediately! Human! Human! Can you hear me? Oh dear, I do hope there's another starship in this sector. We are! We are! Lieutenant, are there any other starships in this sector without a mission? We don't have a mission! We don't! Captain, they can't hear us. We are eavesdropping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Quite what I was afraid of. Nothing but the sloth, eh? This is very embarrassing. I was afraid of that. Well, Lieutenant, get me the sloth. <laughs> Like a bad idea running up the flagpole to see who salutes, we stumble out of this elder Haydenist episode of Sterling Bronson, Space Engineer. You've been listening to All Arthur Radio, featuring music written by people named Arthur, played by people named Arthur, and announced by announcers named Arthur. And our thanks to that magnificent cast, Art Curling, Artie Rosgus, Art Zizza, Artie Bashford, Artie Teresi, Art Ratabelli, and all the other artists involved in this production. This is Art Strauss speaking. This is absolutely ridiculous! Listening to a half-hour radio show. I laughed. Now go on, get out of here.